0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman.
1: Welcome to the Big O Money Show with me, Bill Altman, my co-host, lovely co-host Tony Shore here. And we thank everybody for coming. You know, we, as Mitch says, we're your holistic financial planning firm here. We, we try to make sure you are taken care of in all areas. So again, Mitch, thanks for the compliment there. Really appreciate that. Tony, welcome. And all of our uh, uh, listeners today, welcome.
0: Sure. Well, yeah, you guys are unique. I mean, you take the holistic approach and, uh, you know, Mitch and I, that's why we like working with you because uh so many advisors out there don't do that and uh i think that's awesome bill uh and that's why people love to tune into the show uh, not just to hear you and i joke around and uh, talk about uh, what's going on out there in the world but uh to uh, get educated on what's going on with their finances and some tips and tricks and strategies to help people uh grow those finances and uh, get into retirement and have a nice comfortable retirement with that money so Uh, That's what it's all about. And taking care of the family as well. So, Bill, there's been a lot going on out there, right? I mean, market volatility continues. uh, And I've heard the the talking heads, I've heard the Mike Binger at Gradient Investments and the, the other talking heads on CNBC say, hey, we could be in for some more volatility throughout this year.
1: Well, I think no doubt. I mean, you got to remember, go back to 2016. We had four 10% plus corrections that year. We still ended up way up double digit numbers in the markets, the U.S. markets. Things were good, right? The next year, markets still do well. International developed still was doing well. So again, we, if you we have to go back and we have to think that, yes, we're going to have volatility. We see the volatility in options pricing on our buffered index strategies. So when you have these buffered index strategies, you have a, a downside protection to the investment. Uh, it's not it's not insurance. This isn't an annuity. Um, this is what we call, again, a buffered index. It might be tied to the, the gains or the losses in the S&P 500 or the Dow Jones. Sometimes it's the lesser of, but maybe Tony, it allows you to make, let's say up to 16%. Okay. Mm-hmm. Within a, a year, let's say. Okay. And the first 20% on the downside is protected, right? So ah. if the market's down 21%, you're down one. If the market's down 20% over that period of time, you're down zero. Wow. Right? So you get it? Yep. Right. On the upside, again, you say it makes up to that 16%. And then you're able to say, if it goes up 17, again, you're up 16. If it goes up 14, you're up 14. Your max is that 16. So you're capped really generous caps, really good buffers on the downside. When we see volatility pick up in the markets or, or, or an analyst think there may, that might be continued volatility. That's what the numbers are pricing in. Then these buffered strategies get better for consumers. You would think it would get worse. Yeah. Like volatility. Why do these companies, but the option cost is less. Sure. And so they're able to buy more, more upside and more protection with the, w- because you have a smaller cost to the actual product when it's being developed. Really cool ways to say, not only keep your money pretty much liquid, because you can actually get out of these if you wanted to. Yeah. Before and I think the, the terms
0: for, are only, it's one year at a time, right? Isn't it? Or one
1: year, 18 months, there's a dual directional where you can actually make money on the downside of the market too. It's a really cool, that's a 24 month period okay and you know you can get out you know if you want it out early we again it's not recommended ever that we want to get people out early um, no. of these this is more of like hey I want you to hold this for that 12 18 or 20 24 month term but
0: it's not a long-term thing I mean even 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 with somebody with a shorter time horizon 12 months is not uh, That's that's not that uh, that restrictive. It's not like it, I mean, it's not. I mean, because a lot of people look make- at five years as being pretty good, but the one year that's right. really, I mean, if you can, if you have money to invest, you, you want to leave it invested at least a year. I mean,
1: <laughs> right? And and this, you know, for people listening right now, Tony, this this actually has upside of a, a one year right now, upside at thirteen and a downside protection at like 10 or something wow. on a one year. So, I mean, the first 10% of losses, if the market doesn't fare the way we think it's going to fare is protected and you can make up the 13, 13's darn good.
0: Well, yeah, Bill, I think that uh, that's amazing. And you're right. It's funny because uh, with some of the uh, tools that they have, the buffered indexes, and I'm going to throw uh, the dirty A word out there, annuity, um, annuities have been improved and the, the, they get more consumer friendly and more consumer friendly and better and better for more people. And the cost is less and less. And you'd think, wow, that, that it would go the other way. Uh, but insurance companies really got a lot of flack and annuities got such a bad rep because, uh, you'd put your money in, there was no liquidity. The fees were high. You still had to get losses. If it was like a, a, a variable annuity, but now they have the fixed index annuities where there's little to no fees and it really it pays you out monthly in retirement. It's, it's uh, you know, you, your principal's protected. Uh, we call it an old school bond replacement. Yeah, it's the bond. Yeah, because bonds have just not done well. And so now we have fixed index annuities and now this buffered index portfolio. And these are relatively, you know, they've been around a little while, but not that long and they've constantly improved them.
1: Right, absolutely, and, and and it's important to have all these strategies in your grab bag, right? We want to make sure that we have access to the tools, and the tools are sharp because interest rates are low, inflation is high, you know, people think taxes are going to go crazy, which we're going to talk about next here, and I want to po- poke some holes in some 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 things that I think are issues in in the world of marketing today, okay? okay? Um, and 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 but as for markets, the way markets, Tony, we are talking pre-show. I think. We're, we're like rounding the third, you know, I think we're coming into home with the Rona. I mean, this is seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah. The armchair quarterback here. I'm not the infectious disease specialist by any stretch, but the feelings right when you're out and about and airplane, the airports are packed and, and, and places are packed. Omaha's mask mandate was lifted this week. Thank the Lord. You know, um, we in California
0: lifted their mask mandate.
1: And I believe the CDC is recommending, uh, masks optional. I think white house is trying to fight it a little bit, but CDC is recommend. So it's nice. I hopefully we're turning this corner. Um, we've seen the volatility. We know the inflation's there. Supply chain got, got ravaged because of, you know, uh, well, a couple reasons because people weren't working. Factories were shut down, but that's, that's definitely not the only reason, Tony. Another reason is because of people staying home with the chip makers, There was so much, uh, so many more purchases of electronic devices for people working from home and staying that it really put a shortage on on chips and production. And and so that's where some of that. But since then, we've seen uh, big companies like Intel say, hey, we're pumping in billions of dollars. I think there's a fifty two billion dollar bill that's trying to be passed that's going to allow for these companies to produce more. So it's government. More government spending into these companies, yeah, and they're companies, talking about moving right? some
0: chip factories here.
1: That's absolutely a, building because building two we're, fact, So we're, two we're not reliant on other
0: companies or countries. Yep. I mean, for chips, and they need to. They had better do that because, and the government yes. should make that happen or help that happen because that's um, the fifty-two B. Yeah.
1: Yep. Exactly. Yep. That, so you know, so we I we think hopefully we're, we're turning that. Uh, we again have some incredible analysts that, uh, that we uh, re- we research and allow them to research for us. And uh, the, we, a lot of upside, I don't want to be putting numbers out in projections, you know, right. Nobody has a know, crystal ball volatility, but there are some very, very, very brilliant people that have incredible track records that show a uh, uh, solid upside from he- here till the end of the year, not, not straight lines. Right. It's going to be because we dips. would all. Yeah. As much as I would love euphoria always and everything to go up and everybody's happy. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, we're still fighting higher oil prices, yep. but now the Biden administration has come in and say, Hey, you know, we're going to do this and that and this to make sure that oil prices don't go crazy. I believe national average for a gallon of gasoline this week was like 471 or right in that neighborhood uh, in Omaha, about a buck less than that. Um, or, or I'm sorry, California, 471 national average, about a buck less than that and so i think omaha we're seeing in that three and a half range right in that right in that ballpark you know so so again but again oil and gas energy and food okay energy and food are not included in core inflation numbers because of that extreme volatility you know and i believe that we need more more u.s production you know of of oil and gas. Absolutely. You know, I, I think it's important and we don't have to go crazy, right? We want to be diverse. Kind of like what you said earlier, we can get our chips from China and, and all over Taiwan, the place, right? But We want some chips here too, yeah, right? And, and we can get our gas from the Middle East and Russia, and our oil, but we should certainly have a, a, a good amount of oil production here. Yeah. You know, and, and as things go more electric and like it or not, that's where the world is coming. Yeah. Uh, There is a large stockpile of oil in our, in our country. So we just have to decide whether we want gas at five bucks a gallon or we want gas at two fifty a gallon, because it's a huge difference from where it was last year. Oh yeah. Huge difference. Unbelievable. Right. Yeah. So we'll see that. And that's going to create those headwinds, but we have the earnings came out. Earnings look good. Look at Airbnb got just crushed it, crushed it. Um, Roblox did not. They're down like 27% after releasing earnings this last week. You know, so again, we're still seeing that, but uh, you know, Marianne, Marianne Montanga, Grady Investments says, uh, you know, she's still, still optimistic, cautiously optimistic, but you know what? One of her, one of her picks is Southwest airlines. Love. Wow. Yeah, That's one of her picks. And she says, Hey, you know what? It's a good, good it's a well-ran company. It's, it's the family travel. It's the, it, it's local. It, it's, it's this, a similar, the fleet is the same. It, so it's interesting the, the way people are viewing things, but revenge travel. Have you heard much about revenge travel, Tony? Everybody, no one could travel in the pandemic. Now everybody, I guess, but me, I traveled the whole time, but, but everybody else, so many people stayed home. Yeah. Right. And now it's like revenge, crazy, crazy travel. But what we think is that's gonna probably lighten up and back off too a little bit, right? Because people are getting back into the office. We're also seeing more people wanting to now get back into the office. Like the stay at home thing was fun, but it's like, hey, how about a balance we have now? Can we at least have a little yin and yang? I love separating my work and I know Tony, you and I are a little bit different. You can do the home stuff. You're fine, but you yeah. are a real. I mean, you're heavy, heavy radio where it's not like you're communicating. I'm meeting with clients all day long. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And, you and, really and, need
0: and, to be in an office for that.
1: But, and I need to be in, and, and I need to be separated. So even if it was possible to do all zoom with everybody, which would be horrendous in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to do it from home for me because I want right. to go home and, do the family stuff. And separate. And I want to go to my office home, and do the yeah. work stuff. I've yeah. always been like that.
0: But so well, your work is a little more intensive than mine. I, I'm just I'm talking all day, you know, doing voiceover work and things like that. So it's it doesn't really matter if I'm at home or but you're right. Working from home, even though I like it, it becomes harder to separate it. And you can't go home after work and feel like I'm home, I'm with the family, that's my focus here. Because work is always right there. And I think you make a, a, that's a very valid point. And I know a lot of people struggle with that.
1: Right. Yep. They sure do. So
0: So Tony, you were going to talk about taxes. You know, people say, everybody's saying taxes are going to go up and you mentioned something about marketing.
1: That's right. So taxes. Yeah. uh, Taxes, I believe, will go up. And then I think they'll go down and they're going to go back up and they're going to go back down. And what we've (laughs) seen for a long time now, and over this over 25 years, we've seen um, taxes kind of stabilize, the, the brackets kind of stabilize, you know, we went, we can go all the way back to like the sixties and seventies and see some really high scary rates, but you should go back sometime and research historicals on where tax rates have been. It's, it's very interesting. If you go into the Google machine and do that, you'll see like, go back to the sixties and seventies and there's like, it almost looks like hundreds of brackets. It's not hundreds of brackets, but it's a ton of brackets yeah. man. it's crazy. The list is huge. Then it's like every little small increment of income is taxed at a different level, right? Yep. And you get into those 90%, 91%, and it's like crazy. And I think th- there's scare tactics, which may indeed be valid, that are out there that say we're going back to 93 or 91%. I call, no way. I, I just don't think it's going to happen because what are we going to do?
0: Yeah.
1: before that right it was a little bit different more difficult to to go work from somewhere else the technology wasn't quite there it's not like we could go to Canada or go to Mexico and work or go somewhere else but guess what if if taxes go back to that direction you think you think people are staying here in the United States you think they're going to invest their money here in the United States if you're getting taxed on your earnings at 90 percent if you're a high net worther? no way yeah no there ain't, there's no. I just don't think it's gonna happen. I say no way. So, you know, again, anything could happen. We've been surprised, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. In the past, but but seriously, think about this with some, just some common sense. And I think sometimes we lack common sense in the world, uh, w- way too much. But if you go back and and again, Google machine and and do historical tax rates, and you're gonna see for a very long time, we've been very consistent between our top tax rate being 35 percent and then 39. 0.6%. Right. The top, right. But now we're at 37%. That's a 2% difference in 25 years or so. Yeah. That's enough tax rates. <laughs> not- so, so now we come back to now, we, and, and, and it's interesting because the brackets have kind of levelized out too. And you can make quite a bit of money in a, in a, in a, I don't want to say a low tax bracket, but the high tax bracket, you can make quite a bit of money in right now. So now we come back to, to marketing. And I think there's a lot out there that gets, a lot of people talk about Roth conversions and rightfully so, by the way, okay? Roth conversions, I think are an important tool to sure. allow people to convert taxable money into, into tax-free money. Um, but there are rules in place and there are five year, uh, five year restrictions on being able to touch the money from when you do these. Uh, there are, um, there are taxes that have to be paid when you do it initially. And, and, and the, what is being told is that you can pay the tax now, so you don't have to pay it later. Depends on what tax bracket we're converting in. Yeah. As a married filing joint, or as a single, you get into a 22% federal bracket pretty darn quick. You really do. It goes 10%, 12%, and then jumps to 22%. At 22% and above, plus Nebraska state taxes that call it six points, what is it, 6.84 or something? We still need Julian, by the way, our CPA here at the Holistic Financial Advisory Group. There you go. Right. But regardless, talking about back to taxes, got too excited there. Yeah. <laughs> if we, how much does it take? So if I am losing right off the bat, if I'm losing 30% or if I jump up 32% right off the bat, how much is it taken to get that money back? Right. I'm like at 43% on a 30% loss. I need 43% to recover the taxes that I've paid. It's interesting. So then the argument mm. goes, well, you'll be in that bracket anyway later, but will you? But really, will you? Will you really be in that bracket later? Yeah. You know, you mean- but, because the, the scare factor, the scare tactic is you're going to be in the bracket later, Tony, because taxes are going up because we're $300 trillion in debt or whatever the crazy number is. And and the world's coming to an end and Putin is us, Right. And, and, and everybody's coming over from Mexico and we just can't handle it. And the taxes are going to 90%. <laughs> I don't know. I don't buy it.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it, the fear, it's the fear factor, the fear tactics that they always use. And the media likes to hype that up. Uh, but yeah. you, but at the same like time, Roth up. conversions are, are a great way to get tax-free money in retirement for a lot of
1: people. If it makes sense for the person
0: uh, yeah, you, you're right. There's no one size fits all. But you're right. It depends on the situation. And nobody knows. Everybody knows taxes will probably go up. But then again, a certain administration can take over and they'll go down for four years. You know, you never That's
1: know. Right. Oh, the other uh, the old four year reset. Yep. You like that? Yep. Yeah. So it, it, we got checks and balances, checks and balances. So, you know, Roth conversions, I love them. Do we do them on a very regular basis? Absolutely. Backdoor Roth contributions. You pump into your traditional IRA uh, uh, and you can't deduct it because you make too much money and immediately convert it over to a, a, uh, a Roth. You can do that um, without income limits. So the great tools right there, Roth conversions, People have that, people have big pensions and lots of IRA money and they're going to be in a huge chunky tax bracket in retirement regardless. Yeah, Roth conversions make sense. Let's do a big, big chunky Roth conversions or let's do them over a period of time. Or if I can convert and stay in that 12% bracket, let's max that 12% bracket out right? And do those conversions like that. But let's not get crazy and let's not pretend this is the end all be all and the cure. I just don't want to see what if that same person converted that, that money, right? And they pay say 30% between state and federal taxes on that conversion. And, and and then the market drops 10% or 20%. What happens then? Ooh, yeah. so let's just call it. Let's just say it happens, Tony. And now you're down fifty percent. That's a it, if you lose fifty percent, it takes a hundred percent to get back.
0: Right. You can't just if you lose fifty percent, you can't gain fifty percent and get
1: back to where you were. Mm-mm, you, Katie bar the door. No way. Yeah.
0: Uh-uh. Yep. Nope. That's that's the tough part about that. Yeah, and that's why so, you got to watch those losses. That's why when people are pulling money out of growth accounts for
1: retirement income, they have to be careful. True. And, and so Julie Moeller here at the, at, at our office, she heads up all tax uh, CPA over 26 years, 28 years. I'm losing track here. Uh, knows her stuff. Very, very smart. Uh, Julie, Julie keeps you honest. I'll tell you. So if you don't like that, then maybe it's not your person. I'm going to tell you that right now. She she understands though how important that is and understands what can happen um, when you when you uh, try to do things that you're not supposed to do and how it can come back and bite you and the cost and it's just not worth it. But she also understands all the amazing uh, regulation that's been created to help people save on taxes, uh, do certain things like bonus depreciation and how to set up estates properly and companies. And and even for the smaller, uh, you know, say non-business type of tax clients, um, really understands everything out there to make sure that they're maximizing so they can get the biggest refund, pay the, the least in taxes, whatever the story is. But we want to keep your money yours. So for whether it's for investment advice or Medicare with uh, Bill Kaiser or Brenda Dinan or tax with Julie, myself, uh, Andrew, whatever it, it is that we can help you with. The Epstein's, or I talked to Irv Epstein this week, a fabulous, fabulous human. Uh, and, and his daughter, Cynthia, have done so much legal work for us and our clients. We can truly help you out. So give us a call here at the Premier Advisory Group, 402-557-6730. Again, it's 402-557-6730 bigomoney.com is the website bigomoney.com that's going to take you right to us you can set up a generational vault account in there um, and just kind of give a little tour around our technology side it's fairly robust uh, again we'd love to help you give us a call set your complimentary consultation 402-557-6730
0: all right well bill great show today uh, we covered uh, a few different topics Uh, But there was a lot of meat in there for people, and I know some of our listeners will have questions, so I encourage them to pick up the phone, give you a call, uh, or go to uh, bigomoney.com, right? Yeah, it
1: wasn't just chickens and tractors today, Tony. No, it wasn't just chickens and tractors today. We're not on the prairie today. We're on Wall Street, baby. We're going to make this happen. We'll get get back to the chickens and
0: tractors, maybe this summer. But uh, that was a great show. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Big O' Money Show with our host, Bill Altman. Thank you for listening to The Big O' Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at